Hello friends, Frankie here. So, we just found Karen's husband, who, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't know we were actually looking for. But anyway, we also found this kid, Silver, who, according to the people who know what's going on, is the rightful Emperor of Yurusa. We also had to stop Friskin from killing him to close the hell portal, because he's a kid, and according to some, that's wrong. We broke out of this basic-ass jail. But, at the front gate, the Admiral and one of his bobbies were waiting for us. And that's not all. Another Flynnvard was with them too. So, I guess he was from another universe after all? and welcome to the terrible adventures of the Janice Bruford's Parchment Company. My name is Penny D. I'm going to be your DM today and my favorite way to eat potatoes. Are we ready for it? Are we waiting? Are we good? Yes, yes, yes. I'm so excited. I, I am such that. a fan of potato salad. <laughs> I know it's like such a naff way to eat potatoes, but like you could chuck bacon and pickles in there, get your nice dressing. Like I actually really like a uh, potato salad at a barbecue. It's really good. Penny, have you had the loaded potato salad from Countdown? Uh, no, but I think, I think I'm going to go try it. Uh, you absolutely should. It's abs like it's honestly my favorite potato salad. My favorite potato salad is always the one that I make myself because I can put all the stuff that I like in it. Same. I love a good potato salad. I've never made one. I'll be I'll be honest. You are bonkers. You people are bonkers. Potato salad. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What can I say? I love oh. mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah you sure do. Love <laughs> Hi, I am Poppy. I play Ida for the Tiefling Rogue, and my favorite weight of potatoes is a baked potato and I think it's mostly because of nostalgia because my mum used to make us baked potatoes all the time and then when I was working in the middle of town uh, there was like a baked potato van that would just come in every like Tuesday and Thursday and oh it was the most like you go there on a winter you get yourself a nice hot baked potato with your bacon and your cheese and it's like oh the best thing in the world That is so funny. I love that. The thing is, I'm not that big of a fan of a baked potato because I like the skin, but then I get on the inside and it's just hot, steamy, flavorless potato. Like I would need like a ton of butter or something to eat with it because I can't just enjoy anything as it is. I like, like to bake get it and you mash it up a little bit. Or you, like take a bite, or you take a bite from the end so you're kind of eating it like a hot dog so you get all the flavor at once. Yeah, and when you do it right, it's like fluffy. It's the fluffiness yeah, for right. me. I love the fluffiness. It's, it's yummy. It's too close to being a potato. <laughs> it doesn't it's make po- sense, but... Yeah, it's a regular potato. I like potatoes. If one of you says your favorite way to eat it is raw, then you're wrong. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think any of us are going to disagree with that. That is wrong. Okay, good. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nathan, and I play Flinvar, the halfling bard, the current warmonger. <laughs> <laughs> the nice one so my favorite potato i've got two because i can never choose one because i absolutely love potato like potato is my guilty pleasure <laughs> so bad <laughs> so carby oh. um but i love stiff mashed potato so like you can form it oh like, yeah make a little like peak of it but also i really like that it was a tiktok fad i think over lockdown there was a craze of like the the crushed potatoes that are like crispy so you like oh, parboil yeah. like, them crush potato. them and then roast them and they're like these crispy oh 
Oh, oh yeah, baby. So I've basically, like, potatoes soft or extra crispy? <laughs> One or the other. Just yeah. either extreme is no fine. No in between. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Hi, everyone. My name is Stephanie, and I play Frankie the Human Artificer. And, okay. <laughs> Well, I don't, I'm not going to say raw potato is my favorite. Sometimes I take a bite of it thinking it looks like it should be delicious. And and it's not. It it gets me every time. But (laughs) come on. Come on. Sam. Sometimes I I bite a green potato thinking it's going to be lime flavored. It never is. (laughs) (laughs) It gets me every I'm like cutting them up and I'm like, hmm. And then my oh yeah, it's yuck. What do you mean it gets you every time? <laughs> it just gets me. I'm like, it no. looks, it looks like you know, like an apple. Like you cut up an apple. Oh yes, that's good. Oh yeah, potato. Uh, got oh, a potato. It's too it smells, it smells more earthy. But, <laughs> so earthy. But you know, I do the same every time I've got like a fresh beetroot because they they smell and look delicious but you eat it and you're like this is unhinged today <laughs> yeah man oh okay. 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 beetroot is rank i'm not a fan of beetroot <laughs> maybe next question um should be what what are the okay or not okay vegetables to eat raw where's the line none of the ones you've said so far What's the acceptable way that you like to eat potatoes? <laughs> well, I've got three that are like three equal: crisscross cut potatoes. Oh yeah, curly fries, tater mm. tots slash. Oh, right, fantastic choices. Yeah, choices. Yeah, 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 yeah. you've redeemed yourself. Yeah, you've redeemed yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why I left that for last, so that <laughs> my my turn finishes on a high note rather than just a disappointing low. <laughs> <laughs> the potato <Likewise>. lie. <laughs> and my name is Liz, and I play Karen, the dwarf barbarian. And listen, it's my turn to be like, who are you people? I'm normal because my favorite way to eat potatoes is chips, salt and vinegar chips, baby. Oh, fair like, enough. Out, of the, yeah. out of the bag, baby. <laughs> eating potato chips is just like eating a potato page by page. Yeah, it's delicious. Page I love doing page. That. I love page reading. I love to read. My potatoes. I don't need my books. Liz, what's it like to get to do it to be the only one to do like a normal answer this time? <laughs> it, it feels it feels pretty good actually. My I see why. <laughs> why this is addictive. I feel I feel like a high. Yeah, you the, wake the, the high up and you're being... like, what the hell is wrong with all of you? I'm yeah. regular. I'm normal. <laughs> I love to. Two ninety nine from Countdown, and I'm happy. What are you yeah. rest of you doing? Eight hours in the oven to get the ultra crispy potatoes. Buy a bag of chips. Come on. <laughs> but this isn't a potato connoisseur podcast. Uh, this is a Dungeons and Dragons uh, D&D uh, real play podcast. Guys, we're sort of in the middle of some complicated stuff right now. Should we go ahead and play some D&D and see if we can't like push our way through it to the other side? Yeah, I'm ready. I'd to love to. The plaza outside of Ymir City Prison is in chaos (laughs) two factions have clashed some are fleeing some are fighting what we're going to do is we're just going to continue with our combat all of our players know where they are rather than me sit here for five minutes and just like break down where each individual player is we're just going to do them one at a time okay as we have our turns karen yes you are up can you please roll me a charisma saving throw yes i can Ooh, that's a 15. karen you have passed in your head you are thirsty for violence yeah 
you resist the urge to just, there's a guard and Captain Cherish both near you. Hmm. It feels like the most natural thing in the world to just chop them into tiny pieces. Oh, yeah. You resist oh. that urge. What do you do? Are either of them within uh, distance of me, within five feet of me? Both of them are within melee range of you. Okay. Well, I'm going to... <laughs> no, I'm not going to beat a man with another man. <laughs> hey, you can, also, you can also just choose to fail your charisma saving throw if that's what you want to do. Mm, 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 mm. You feel the urge, you're like, hang on. That's Hang on a minute. What if I gave in? What if I gave in to my basic urges? Me with potato. Do it. <laughs> okay. Why not? I choose to fail my charisma save. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why did you say, oh, shit? You gave me the idea. <laughs> I know. No, no, I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay. I see the kind of game we're playing today. That's the kind of oh, shit that I mean. Karen, your vision blurs and an urge uh, rises up in you that you do not fight. You heard your husband uh, take a hit before. Yep. and you don't fight it. Your vision clears a moment later and both the demonic guard and Captain Cherish are chopped into small pieces. There are two bloody puddles near yes. you. Both of them are, are very extremely dead. Nice. There's a lot going on, but Flinva, you saw Karen explode with hellfire uh, and, and like a frenzied violence in a way that you've never seen before. And Karen, as you are catching your breath, you feel uh, two extremely hot points uh, on your forehead. Ooh. Would you like to do anything else with your turn? Any movement or bonus action? I would like to. Can I get over to uh, Silver or my husband? You could probably get about halfway to them if you want. Okay, to. I will. I will do that. I will use my full movement to get as far as I can towards that little group of people. As you're passing that way, you pass by uh, the dead Bobby and Friskin, uh, and you're running towards where one of the demon guards is standing over both Murphy and Barry, and Silver is frightened and backing away. Yes. Next up is Bobby, uh, who, thanks to our own wonderful Frankie, is actually dead, so uh, he's not <laughs> going to take a turn. So congratulations, Frankie. Yay, Bye, Frankie! Guys. Thank you so much. Friskin is next. Uh, he's going to do a kip-up, so he's going to just, like, scrunch his body and then just, like, jump up to his feet. Uh, he is going to do a little perception check to see what's important. Uh, and then he, uh, too, uh, is going to uh, run towards the guard that is uh, that is backing up Silver, um, and he is going to uh, grab him and attempt to throw him into the air. Ooh. I'm going to roll a... Jeez. It's a 15 plus four. Uh, he does it. It's quite cool. He uses his speed and his momentum to like run up to this guy, grab him, run past him a little bit, and then just continue to swing his arms with his speed. And the demon probably flies about 15 feet up in the air. Cool. Flinvar, you are next. You are to the south of the party and you are invisible. So I want to cast Shattered, which has got a 60 feet ra um, range and a 10 foot radius. I want to clip the back end of the guard, but not hit Mervyn Barry. The, the guard being up in the in the air from the throw is probably uh, means that you could do that if you wanted to. Yeah, that's so funny. I know. Yeah, I was like, how do I figure not to hit him? But I was like, thanks. Okay, so I'm gonna cast <laughs> shatter. So a loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from the point of your choice, which is obviously surrounding uh, our friendly airborne guard with a ten foot radius uh, spear. <laughs> they must make a Constitution saving throw. Uh, this is sixteen plus two. An eighteen. That does beat me. Bugger. So they take half damage on a successful throw of 3d8 thunder. Okay. Oh, go so ahead and roll your dice. 11. Okay. So 11 thunder damage. Uh, was 11 the half or was 11... Oh, sorry. Was it 22? 
it's 11 halved. Thank you very much. So he takes, uh, he's going to take six thunder damage as you just point and a ringing noise above, above everyone's heads kind of goes off. Uh, no, no one knows where that came from because you're invisible. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Bonus action or movement? And just to note that if he's got any non-magical object that hasn't been worn or carried also takes damage if it's in the spells area. I don't know if that uh, At the moment, he's wearing armor and he has a weapon. So uh, other, he has like a, a spear. So none of his objects uh, meet that description. Okay. So I'll instead move invisibly um, towards second flim. Okay, I'd say you could probably make it most of the way over to him. I'd say you're like within 10 feet of him okay. after sneaking over there. And there's nothing in your way, so you don't have to worry about going around anything. Perfect. Idafa, you are next. You are to the southwest corner, and you've just finished slaying the Goliath Squire uh, who was with Captain Cherish. Yeah. What a mysterious squire who we've definitely never met before. I think I am also going to head up towards where Silver is, because I think, you know, he's kind of our objective at the moment. Mm. So I will, am I going to give anyone an opportunity attack if I pretty much like dash straight over there? No, you're fine. With your regular movement, you can make it to the, the puddles of blood where Karen was a moment ago. And then with your bonus action <laughs> dash, you can make it to where Karen is now. Because I can dash and then I can use my cunning action to dash again. Yes, that's right. But then you don't have any actions after that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. That's fine. So you can make it all the way to silver if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I would like to make it all the way to silver, please. So yeah, uh, movement, action dash, bonus action dash. Yeah, Karen, you're you're surprised and impressed that Idafa, who came from further behind you, is able to just completely lap you and make it all the way over to Silver. Idafa, Silver is trembling. There's a lot of like extremely gory violence happening around and his eyes are super wide. Um, He's very, very scared. I know that I don't have any actions, but is it possible for me to just bend down and be like, it's okay? Yeah, of course. That's fine. That's a that's a free action. Sweet. Yes, I will do free that. Reaction to say, okay, it's okay. Yeah, reaction <laughs> to comfort the emperor. <laughs> Captain Cherish is next. He is in tiny little pieces, so he's not going to take a turn. Uh, Silver is next. Silver is going to attempt to pull Murphy, like he's going to run up to Murphy uh, and attempt to pull him to his feet. Idafa, do you stop him? No, I don't. that's not my focus right now. It is toward where the guard is going to land in a moment. No, I'm just going to let it happen. Okay. Uh, he runs over and he's trying to pull Murphy to his feet. Um, He's given Murphy the help action. Okay. That's very nice of him. Next up is Cassie, who is dead. <laughs> and then after that is Barry. Uh, Barry's going to get to his feet. And he is going to, he's going to use his action uh, to try and like catch and slam the guard uh, to the ground when he comes down. Cool. He's going to try and like uh, intensify the, the fall damage that he takes. Murphy's after this. Uh, Murphy also makes it to his feet with Silver's help. He looks around and I'll, I'll remind you all that this Murphy is just a, like a random prison guard. He's not the Murphy that we, <laughs> that we all know. He is going to completely freeze for a second, oh. looking around at all the dead guards and the chaos, and he eyes up the distance to get himself to safety. He experienced something that he's never experienced before, which is fire damage from Hellfire, oh. and it scared the crap out of him. He's going to take no action and consider to himself whether it might actually be worth abandoning you all. The remaining guard is next. I'm going to roll because he's like up in the air and tumbling. What he wants to try and do is get his spear ready and hit someone on the way down. Oof. Probably Barry, but I'm going to roll a dexterity check to see if like he can get that together in the moments where he's like tumbling through the air. Uh, that is a 14 plus 1, 15. He gets his spear ready uh, and it looks like as he falls, uh, which will... Uh, happen on Friskin's turn that he is probably going to attempt to like skewer Barry on his way down. The other Flynn is next. Uh -huh. He 
uh, looks around at the the violence and he sees that his side is losing. And from his pocket, he pulls a small black circle, uh, which he lays on the ground and then steps on and just falls through it. Oh, was that like a dimension door kind of thing? Mm. He just gets into it and just falls through it like it was a hole. And over by Silver, he pops out of the ground oh. and points his crossbow at him. And he's going to attempt to take a shot. I'd prefer you could use your reaction to become the target of the shot if you would like. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. Cool. Uh, Silver <laughs> is going to take a shot at Silver. Uh, that is Bad that Silver. is an 8 plus 3, 11. Um, Silver takes a crossbow shot to the, to the gut. Uh, He's gonna take 1d8 damage. He's fine. He is a child. Yeah. I thought the whole point of this was to help him and not let him get killed. In my <laughs> mind, Ido didn't see it coming. I can, if you want, I could do like a perception throw and just see if I notice it. Uh, Silver is down. <laughs> oh, shit. He's fine, I can help him. Frankie, you're up. I can't remember how far away. So Frankie would have seen him go down. Frankie, you are within movement speed of where Silver and the other Flinvar and Idafa are now. You're pretty close to where they are. Frankie would run over there to help this poor child out. Okay. And for my action, uh, if I can still take the action, I would like to heal him with totally a refined, like, cure wounds and not just the weird balm that everyone be would be used to <laughs> <laughs> that he's just mixed up with some stuff he's found no no <laughs> this new frankie he has refined it a little bit so he's going to cast cure wounds but it looks like he's it's sort of like if you see like those sci-fi movies they usually like inject you with something and it automatically like heals you but they never explain what it is yeah. other than like a med pack or something just, oh, sure. that's what it yeah. is yeah. that's what it is it's just some stuff it's just it's uh, like um they hold it against the neck and it goes like and then everyone's like yes. whoa i'm better yeah 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 wow, i'm 100% better so that's what <laughs> frankie does okay roll your healing okay so that is uh 17 healing because i could use my Savant. That is oh, no, sorry. Total 22 points of healing. Damn. Nice. Silver is not only up. He only has like 5 HP because he's a little kid. <laughs> so like he's back to full and having that experience of like getting shot and then immediately being like having a bunch of energy drinks like pumped straight into him. He's like on high. He's on high adrenaline now. <laughs> you are currently adjacent to the other Flinvar uh, as well as Silver. Do you have any bonus actions or any movement that you'd like to do? You probably have about five feet of movement left. Okay. Ugh, bonus actions. I I mainly really only have uh, spells and whatnot, but uh, I think I would like to jump maybe. No, I'd like, I'd like to just stay in between the other Flynn and uh, Silver just to, as a like another blockade so that, you know. Okay. Does it get hit again? <laughs> Roll me an intimidation check. <laughs> Frankie is very intimidating. <laughs> he pops Everyone himself say up so. like he's facing off with a bear. Eyeball the Bobby. So does that count for like inspiration or something? Because that well, was pretty. Uh, that is a seventeen. Nice. nice. Uh, Frankie, you stand in between. You run over, inject some monster energy drink straight into uh, yeah. Silver, and he gets back up. And then you stand <laughs> in between. He's all out it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you stand in between Silver and the other Flynn, and you put a hand just into your coat. This wouldn't work on most people, but the other Flynn knows exactly who you are, and he knows like how dangerous you are with your gadgets and your like inventions mm -hmm. and stuff. That is enough. That is enough for him to falter for a moment because he has no idea what you're going to pull out of your coat. <laughs> That's right. It could be a gun. 
it could be a two week old ham sandwich. Probably is. You never know. Could be both. Could be both. Or could be neither. (laughs) Aaron, you're up. Roll me a charisma saving throw. Okay. (laughs) Ooh, 14. Karen, as you approach this this space that has a lot of people in it, mm. that that urge to cause indiscriminate and uh, ultra hurty violence uh, returns violent. to you. It comes up into your throat like bile. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. I would like you to roll me. Okay, how many targets do we have? One, oh, two, God. three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven. I want you to roll me two d8s. Okay. A three and a one. So the first one was the guard who was falling. Yes. Um, and, and the second one is going to be one, two, three. The second one's going to be Murphy. Oh, no. Your vision blurs. Murphy, no. And when you, it comes back, that falling guard is again, just like a puddle as you like jumped with your axe out and just did a bunch of flips, chopping him into pieces. And you come down from your leap slamming both feet and your axe heavily into the ground beneath you and you vaguely register something squishing and snapping beneath you and you come to and you realize that you have attacked somebody that you would not have normally done you attack someone who was an ally without oh. really realizing what you were doing uh, and that burning sensation in your forehead um, starts to become like a stretching painful sensation uh, as two small horns are starting to protrude from your forehead Look, she's like me now. Karen drops to her knees and as the axes fall from her hands and disappear into the pendant, she clutches her head in agony as these de- devil horns rip through her skin. The Janasi guard that let you down the elevator is very, very dead, snapped in several pieces beneath your weight. She's, she can't even see him. She's still screaming. She's crouched on the ground. Friskin is next. Uh, He looks at you wide-eyed at, like, what is happening to you. Um, You've clearly been affected by some kind of curse. (laughs) He has a little sniff at Murphy's corpse, and then he raises an eyebrow at Karen before saying, "Uh, that's the last of them. Let's get out of here. He's just going to run straight north and literally just, like, shove the other Flynn in the chest and, like, just push him over onto his bum as he runs past. (laughs) And Friskin disappears into an alleyway at the edge of the plaza. Flynn, you are up. Who's left to fight? So who just disappeared? The other Flynn is the only enemy that is left. Okay. And how's Silver looking to Flynn? He's at full health. He's definitely got like a bit of blood on his tummy, but he like after what Frankie did, he seems like healthy. Manic. Okay. I'm going to move forward so that I can fireball Flynn. That would be quite difficult to do with it, how everyone is crowded around. Mm, can I... Do you have a more accurate spell that you could do? Is he still holding his crossbow? Yes. Is it metal on him? Sure is. is. Yeah, sure is. Yay! Yeah! Yeah. Just yeah. again. Somebody. <laughs> cool, Get so, him. So, Get him cast heat, heat metal um, on the crossbow that Flynn is holding. Bad Flynn. Kill three damage. He's also only bad Flynn from your perspective. In in his eyes, he's just a he's just a businessman who's out there doing all the business. That's true. And That's no, just capitalism, baby. baby. <laughs> That's fourteen fire damage. You like turn and you you notice that this crossbow that he's holding is um has metal in the handle, um and you throw your heat metal at it and it heats up 
um, and the entire guy just ignites in fire. Oh, okay. Uh, as there's clearly more, uh, there's clearly more to his like outfit and suit um, than you are able to see. Um, as he is like a little fireball rolling around, um, he does drop his crossbow, uh, but after a moment he stops moving. Shit! And like, oops. Then I think you killed him. <laughs> um, uh, well, guys, uh, we have to go. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. We have to go now. Okay. Can I lift Silver? Has he like life enough? He's he's 13 years old, but like, could you Poppy lift a 13 year old? Do you think? I don't know what a 13 year old's like these days. They're pretty gangly, yeah. As long as yeah, I think them. I probably could. I could at least give them a piggyback, which is what I'm planning on doing. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I'll, okay. I'll say you're welcome to you're welcome to give him a piggyback or just like sling him over your shoulder and run off with him. I will give him a piggyback. I'll be like, come on, kid. Get on. We're getting out of here. I would probably just be ex- escorting Ido and Silver to where we're going. So is there any bodies to rummage through? Oh my god. You are outside of a prison that you just prison breaked in and out of. Um, okay, I'll just leave with everyone. Look, you can loot the bodies if you want, but this is like, you're literally right outside the prison that you just broke people out of. Hanging around to go through people's pockets. Maybe not the best idea, but you could do it if you want. If you want to roll an investigation check, um, I'll let you do that. Nah, it's okay. He'll just go with everyone else. He'll want to get you fine. <laughs> no, I'm not here to tell you that you can't do what you want to do. Dicky fingers. Dicky fingered little man. That's <laughs> <laughs> some real, like, rogue energy, eh? Yeah, yeah. For a bard, he's real, he's real roguey. Yeah. And last of all, um, Karen, Barry is, like, looking at you horrified. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Hey, bitch. Karen is going to try to struggle to her feet and limp over to Barry, and she's going to... Shit, sorry, Karen. Got a field drink. <laughs> she's going to hold out her hand to try and um, allow him to stand up. So you're going to break rage? Yes. Okay. Um, there's no charisma saving throw to do. He runs over. You've just got tiny little horns. You've got, like, the, the barest little baby horns sticking out of your head, and Barry's like... You're red. Why are you red? I I don't know. I don't I don't want to think about it right now. Uh, uh, are you okay? Uh yeah. I, I saw you fall. I was I was so scared. Okay, something let's just happened to you. Well, thanks for breaking me out of prison. I guess we'll deal with the rest later. D- don't 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 look at the don't look at my head yet. And I'm trying to like cover it with something. <laughs> She's I'm got like a He's going to grab you by the elbow as you're like trying to like fix your, you know, fix your hair. Um, yeah. He's just going to, he's just going to drag you after Idafer and Frankie and everybody else running into the, running north uh, into the houses. Probably smart. Guys, we need to find some of the rest and, and, and regroup and are you okay, Karen? Can you, can you run? I can, I can run. I feel, I feel fine. You sure? <laughs> hey, uh. You know, baby teethlings go through this all the time or something, I suppose. Um, I don't really know how your horns grow, uh, to be honest. Uh, is is your hideout a safe place to go to, Idafa? Uh Yeah, of course it is. Come on. Okay. We're going to jump forward a little bit in time. Uh, that prison break took place in the middle of the night, like 11 p.m. to like 1 a.m. It takes you another, uh, maybe another hour to sneak with your entire party back to to the mansion where 
the resistance is holed up, but you get there. You have successfully retrieved the Emperor. And he's alive. And you all take a minute and you manage to squeeze in a long rest uh, before dawn when all of you are roused um, and brought to the war room. Everyone that you've seen who is both part of the uh, part of the resistance and part of the insurgency is here in this room and everybody is paying rapt attention to both Janice and Brefords Jr. and the young Emperor Silver. Karen has like really ugly hat on. She's managed to find a really ugly hat somewhere. Probably yeah. something that Flynn would really like. That's so rude. Flynn has good taste in hats. No, he doesn't. He wore a, he wore a fruit hat for like five arcs. No, he didn't. He wore a fruit no. hat for like 10 minutes and then it was always yeah. a cheese cutter. <laughs> I was like, you got some fruit hat trauma memories there. I think you need to go back and re-listen to those episodes because he was not wearing a fruit hat for the first five hours. She's found his she's found his fruit hat. Okay, you're now wearing the fruit hat. Yeah, it looks terrible. Or it looks amazing. <laughs> or it looks amazing. Depending on cheeky I want everyone to ima- imagine those like, you know, the snare drum that's like as we're like listening to our commanders like lay out what we're doing. <laughs> the enemy has given orders to his soldiers. To round up the populace to the central circle, where he plans to receive a Lord of Hell. Luckily, our breakout team has successfully retrieved the true Emperor. Welcome to the Resistance. Uh, and Silva, who is now dressed quite casually, he's just wearing like a t-shirt and shorts and like a little jacket, nods uh, to Janderson. This plan is, is very bad for us. The, a demon of this caliber would not come to our plane without some kind of huge incentive. Whatever is about to happen, we must stop it. Well said, my boy. So we've developed a plan and it is as follows. Able-bodied members of the resistance will blend into the crowd of civilians and like a bunch of like random people who you don't recognize. Idafer, you know them, but like the rest of you yeah. don't. All nod and start taking notes. Their job is to start directing people out of the park when the action starts. As for our heavy hitters, Master Speck, Friskin, Poet, and Moshi, they are bound to be pit fiends present. Your role will be to keep them away from the tower. And those four kind of smile and, you know, Friskin kind of like gets his claws out and he's ready to go. Uh, Master Speck is sitting quietly in the back, but smiles and nods. And Poet and Moshi, who are like, were buried in conversation, um, nod and start like strategizing together. And Silver says, as for the insurgency, uh, thank you to the Stonecutters for your help. Uh, the insurgency will, on the signal, appear at the west gate to distract the main guard forces. Meanwhile, and Silver takes a deep breath and he kind of trembles a little bit as the administrator puts a hand on his shoulder and um, kind of holds him. And Janderson um, sees that he's having trouble and he's scared and he continues for him. He says, Meanwhile, Silver and his team, the administrator, Mr. Belser, Reynolds, Onagon, and Mrs. Stonecutter, will approach stealthily from the east using the foliage as cover. The target is the execution tower in the center where the false emperor will be with his two advisors. And Silva says, the advisors are supposed to be quite accomplished spellcasters uh, and they're from Avernus. So the goal will be to disable them as quickly as possible. And then when we hit the top of the tower um, and the administrator squeezes his hand and takes over for him and says, we'll handle the rest. Janison says, the demon lord Grzizit is due through that portal at 10 a.m. sharp. We have a tight time frame 
but we can do this. Do we have any questions? You're gonna just give a quick, a quick <laughs> okay. debrief, I guess. So, uh, you guys are gonna sneak in from the east with Silver. You're gonna have the administrator with the four of you and Silver. Um, your job is when the signal happens, you need to get Silver to the execution tower and ideally get him up on the execution tower so that he can address the crowd. That is your job. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, what's the signal? That's a good question to ask them. Jenison nods and points to a large war horn um, that is sitting in a glass case. It is a conch. Cool. cool. Some of you might recognize it from an adventure that we had once before. Cool. <laughs> I do not, but I obviously... No, yeah, no I've, I've never seen this before in my life. Yeah, I don't, I'm sorry, Flynn would re- recognize it, but nobody else would. <laughs> so I'll remind you all, you just had a long rest, so don't forget to do your healing, get your spell okay. slots back. Karen, oh, yeah. you have the opportunity to uh, change your... Uh, to change out your animals if you want to. At the moment, oh, yes. I think you're on bear and elk, but you can do something else if you want to. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is <laughs> I'm going to do one that I haven't tried before. Okay. So for the level three totem, yeah. I'm going to try out eagle. I can use the dash action as a bonus action and other creatures have disadvantage on opportunity attacks. That's that's quite a good one. What are you going to yeah. do for your level six one? Sixth level, I'm going to do elk. The travel speed of you and up to 10 companions is doubled. Okay. So just keep in mind that that once we go into um, like initiative, it doesn't double your speed. It just doubles no. like your overland travel only. Yes, yes, yes. That yes, is cool. Yes, yes, and we're gonna, I'm going to flavor that as just you being extremely bossy. Yeah. Hurrying everybody along. Just clapping at everybody's heels. Come on, come on, come on. Let's come go, on. let's go. Go, chip, 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 chip. So yeah, she's hustling people through the city because she's, you know, she knows the city. She knows, she knows where she lives. <laughs> she knows where she lives. She knows where she lives. Google Maps. No. After a few questions from members of the resistance, members of the insurgency, Master Speck has a few questions about sort of time frames. Janison collects a gem-topped walking cane. Uh, Flinvar, you remember this? Uh, this belongs to his father once upon a time. Aww. He pulls on the gem and slides a rapier out of it, oh, offering it to Silver, and he says, "It's time." May your reign be long, your highness. Silver takes the sword and he hesitates and he says, I'm, I'm not sure I deserve this, but... You'll be fine. <laughs> for you all, today I will fight. Today we will make noise so that tomorrow we can have the quiet to read by. I'm with you! And he puts the sword up in the air and everybody else puts a fist up in the air and goes, Time idiots! <laughs> Time idiots! Woo! Ida first, like, at the back, just, like, leaning against the back wall, like, Yay, the Emperor! Yeah, yeah, it's good, he, But he's, like, actually super psyched about it. Oh, hell he's, yeah. He's, he's just saving <laughs> face at the moment. He's just like, oh, I'm just going to I've got to be moody. <laughs> Hello, hello, Penny here. Thank you for joining us as we wrap up our 2023 adventures. This was the year of Domain of the Ordinary, Hearth and Wellbeing, and now the Wish Scroll. What a huge leg of our adventure. Huge appreciation to our patrons for supporting our work this year. James Courtright, Samsara, Waffles Loves You and Hopes You Have a Good Day, Claire McDonald, Jules Bergeser, Violet, Shobna Lee, Alex Moore, Lyndon Hood, Jesse Wesson, Disturbed One NZ, Andrew Evans, Luna Chris, William Evans, Stiffy James is Awesome, and Danielle, the tea lady, lady of the tea. 
Your support has enabled us to keep going through a tough year, and I hope you enjoyed the last parts of the story as we look to wrap up in 2024. To our other lovely listeners, if you've enjoyed our journey and you'd like to support the show, you could do so at patreon.com slash jbpcpodcast for a couple of bucks a month. Music credits, thanks to Diala for All I Am, Jeremy Blake for Cool Revenge and Watch Your Back, DivKid for Digifunk, Jung Logos for Fat Man, Track Tribe for Forest Find, Nifix for Go Down Swinging, parentheses instrumental, Telecasted for Lonely Day, French Fuse for Press Fuse, and Anno Domini Beats for Warzone. The last episode of this arc, The Wish Scroll Part 8, will be out in two weeks on January 7th. Enjoy your Christmas break if you have one, and stay safe out there. Put on sunscreen. I'm actually not joking. You should definitely wear sunscreen. All right, let's finish up 2023 with a bang. It's a couple hours later. Everyone left, not all at the same time, so not to arouse suspicion. Um, There were only a few members of the insurgency present, uh, and so Barry, who was the original commander of the insurgency, uh, leaves with Alacast and a few other members to go and organize the dwarves. Yes. After this, uh, the rank and file members of the resistance leave, uh, basically to go out and get rounded up by the main guards. They're all dressed incognito, they're dressed like regular citizens. Hmm. Master Spec uh, gets up, gives you all a polite nod, uh, and he and uh, Moshi poet and friskin uh all leave as well and like i'm gonna give friskin like a little secret handshake thing because we're, we're pals yeah you guys totally fist bump yeah Cute. Janderson left with the resistance to become, you know, a, like he he didn't put himself above everyone else. He's out there. He's going to be in the crowd. Um, he's going to be helping to move people. As far as anyone's concerned, he's just a regular gnome with a fantastic fashion sense. Oh, yeah. All gnomes have fantastic fashion sense, though, so it's fine. True. <laughs> and given that all of you have the important payload of the the young emperor, <laughs> you all leave and head straight for the center circle. Let's go. Karen, your bossiness is getting everyone to move twice as fast. You have the bossiness <laughs> of a boots. <laughs> Storming everybody through the city. It's been a while since we saw a map of the uh, of the center circle, so I'll just remind you, it's a circular park. Uh, in the very center is the execution tower, which is basically just a like a large, it kind of looks a little bit like scaffolding with a platform on top. Right. There is a ring of trees and forestry um, that leads to another area of open grass, and then an outer ring of trees and forestry that leads to another layer of open grass, and then that would go out into the main city from there. You all come in from the east in entrance, uh, still very early. It's hard to tell exactly what time it is, but because of, because of the portal above your heads, it's always twilight. It's always like, it doesn't really matter if it's the middle of the night or if it's uh, sunrise, that, that orange glow coming from Avernus means that it just always feels like either sunrise or sunset or the end of the day. You sneak in uh, quietly together uh, using you, you know, using many of your skills and abilities that uh, those of you who maybe didn't know you had, but Flynn coaches you through, telling you what you're capable of. Kicking ass. What does everyone think of Flynn now after not trusting him and then seeing the other Flynn? How's everyone doing on that? I'm still a bit flabbergasted. Yeah, that's weird, really weird. But it kind of makes his story, you know, more realistic because there was another man there who acted the way that we expected him to act. 
And Frankie, you got real up close and personal with him. That's the the other guy was the Flinvar that you have made your you know deals and contracts with. Not not this one. Makes the math math now. So yeah, Frankie's not too shocked about it, but he's also just like, this is unexpected. Guys, it's nice to have my team back. <laughs> like Ido's not in the business of questioning orders from Bradford, so he's just like, eh. If he trusts you, I trust you. <laughs> you all enter the park from the east and you take cover in the outer of the two, like, forest rings. Word. Uh, you, you, you enter the area of forest and you sit. Um, you try to make your way as close to the center as you can, or, like, at least to a part where you could cross to the other forest. But before you can get through to the inner forest, crowds of people start entering the park, being forced in by... Um, the Yumiya city guard, the the tieflings and the and the demons um, with their spears are essentially going into people's homes, breaking into people's homes, getting them out of bed, and forcing them to the center of the city, into the into the park. Damn. And so the park is filling with what you can only imagine must be almost every citizen of Yumiya city right now. The park begins to fill with people. A lot of them are being forced into the the middle you guys could take this opportunity to blend in with the crowd um and hide in the um the middle forest if you would like yeah yeah i'd be keen yeah that sounds like a good idea would my elk speed uh enable me to kind of stay ahead of the crowd stay keep my companions ahead of the crowd so we don't get lost within it your best bet is probably to blend in with the crowd so moving at the same speed as them and then just Mm. hopping out at the right time is probably Mm safer than being at the front or you know moving faster than everybody else okay in that case would it be appropriate for for the elk power to be able to like make it easier to maneuver out is what i'm saying like it's harder for me to lose people because i'm gonna say why don't everyone roll me a stealth check and karen uh because of karen's elk power um we'll give you all a plus three to those checks and I will roll for uh, the administrator and for Silver. I've got a 19. 19. Nice. Frankie got a 14. Oh, well, I got a net 20. Nice. nice. The administrator got 13 and Silver got 8. Oh my god, could he try? <laughs> he's, he's a child. He's, he's a little guy. So uh, <laughs> all of you are uh, trying to be as incognito as possible, jump out of the forest, try to blend in with the crowd in a moment where maybe the guards can't see you. You do get a little separated from each other as everyone's like a lot of people are panicking. Like a lot of people are trying to find their kids amongst the crowd or their, their spouses or their partners or their friends. And for just a moment, uh, you all lose sight of silver in the oh, crowd, no. but with Idafa's natural 20, um, you're able to duck down low, find him with his little pulled up socks, yeah. <laughs> grab him and bring him back into the crowd. Okay. And as you move, from the outer forest uh, towards the center forest, each of you one at a time step out of the crowd into some bushes uh, and you're able to get to a point where you can see you have eyes on the execution tower and you can see this crowd being essentially forced into the center on every direction both the north south east and west districts all have demons forcing people in see that's crazy uh, and it's filling up fast roll me perception checks everybody Okay. I love to roll a perception check. Ido got a 20, unnatural. Nice. Frankie got a 23. Karen got a 13. I'm going to 8. <laughs> Idafer and Frankie, it's kind of appropriate. Idafer and Frankie, you look out, you, you go to the edge of the forest while trying not to break your cover or get noticed. 
You look out across this crowd and you notice that something is kind of poking out quite a bit atop the crowd of citizens. Um, there's a like a large, maybe a statue or a monument or something covered by a sheet that is quite close to the center of the portal. Are you saying it's appropriate because they're the tall boys? I guess so. <laughs> Frankie, there's something really familiar about the height of it, but you can't quite place what it might be. I think it would be worth doing like, like it wouldn't be like a history check or something. No, the thing is, is that you would, only Frankie would know what it is. And I'm telling you right now for the purposes of suspense that he's not <laughs> going to place it. Even with a natural 20, I'm not going to tell him what it is now because that oh would ruin God. the surprise. Oh no. I no, think I figured out what it might be. And I'm very nervous. I'm very worried about that. Fine, <laughs> everything's all good. No, it's not. <laughs> for a moment with all of you crouched uh, and waiting in the position that you were agreed on, with Silver a little scared, but... Minnie holding his hand, you will have a moment to talk. All right, kid. Are you ready for this? I don't... What do I say when I get up there? Do I just say, I'm the real emperor? What? Look, dude, what that? This, the speech you just did at the hideout was great. If you it can, was. like, yeah. muster that energy again, you'll be fine. Thanks. I, uh, <laughs> I appreciate the... I spent a little bit of time writing it beforehand, so thanks. Aw. Yeah, well, you did a good job. If you just... Be clear and say, you know, that they've been lied to and you are who you are and you're here for the people. I think they'll they'll pick up on their energy and understand because you do have pretty emperor energy. And also, like, look at the competition. All you need to do is speak from your heart. Thank you. Okay. Aww. And look around at these citizens. They're, they're scared. They don't want to be here. No. I don't know what we're going to do about all these demons and stuff, but. Oh, leave that to us, kid. Yeah, absolutely. Us and us and Minnie, and I like wink at Minnie. Uh, we'll take care of that. Uh, she smiles at you. Um, she doesn't. She's not one hundred percent sure who you are, but like <laughs> she smiles at you because she understands that you're trying to give Silver confidence, and so yes. she smiles and plays Good. along with it. <laughs> yeah, we only met her once, and she was depressy. Yeah, so I don't really blame her. Less depresso, more espresso, girl. <laughs> okay, we have. We have technically two objectives, uh, which is one of them is the emperor and his advisors need to be either distracted or pressured or moved off the top of the tower. And then the other goal needs to be protecting silver to the top. Um, if we all move as one, those two demons will likely cast magic that will make our traversal difficult. So just to remind me, is the top of the tower completely, like, is it like... Flat? Yeah, it's just a flat platform. Yeah, there's a there's a ladder that goes up there and it's a flat platform. How high up is it? Maybe forty five feet up. Okay. Like it, it sits it sits quite a bit higher than like the all the heads of the crowd that you can see. I believe I can help Silver get up to the platform. Yeah. What I need is someone to clear the platform before I I do that. That's exactly right. That's on you guys. I've got an idea. It's it's a flat platform, right? You guys weren't there, but I learned this cool spell, and we fought a dragon, and I can do this thing called Wall of Force that makes this kind of wall of force, basically, out of nothing, and it just, boom. So just, can I... Oh, I can't move it, though, can I? No, it's stationary once you've cast it. We fought a dragon? I'm happy to go up. I'm not very strong, but I have a couple spells that could be useful, like, I've got, like, Tasha's hideous laughter, I've got hold person and charm person and sleep so they're all like 
disablers, I guess. I can counter charm. From what I've seen of your fighting, uh, Idafa, you've you're very competent. So I wouldn't sell yourself short like that. I'm more than competent, but thank you. <laughs> I'll go to the top and make sure it's clear. Thank you. I I know it must be hard seeing the people who you worked with, you know, made you who you are, uh, do weird and awful things like this, but I believe you're doing the right thing, uh, <clears throat> Frankie. I believe so too. I've always felt that it was a little bit off, and now I know why. And even if you're not doing the right thing, I don't know, this is fun, right? Yeah. yeah but, uh, fun. You know, we could potentially die kind of way. Yeah, fun. Fun. Yeah, I don't know how my sales are doing. I'm pretty keen to go where I'm needed, so I could go e- either way. I'm, but before we go, I want to cast some spells on the, the people who are going, I just want you guys to be safe. Okay, go ahead. How many spellcasters will be at the top? Uh, very likely two, plus the Emperor. Mm, yeah, I might go with Karen if that's all right with you guys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Before we split up, Flynn's going to cast Bardic Inspiration. Can I, can I, is there a time frame in between? Can I do it? You can do two at a time. You can do multiples at the same time, but they last for 10 minutes. Cool. So he's going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Frankie Ido, and he's going to like shake their hands. Like he's going to grab their hands and shake them and be like, you guys clear the way. We trust you. We're a team. We can do this. Oh, uh, thanks little man. What, (laughs) what is the bonus from Bardic Inspiration? 1d10. Cool. 1d10, sweet. So we've got to make it across about 200 feet. Is that about right? Yeah, so from where you are, the trouble is is that no matter where you emerge from the forest, it's about the same distance away Yeah. because of the circular nature. So yeah, you just got to go through the crowd, keep keep to target, and try to get to the top of the platform and deal with those two uh, demons who are with the emperor. You guys got anything that lets you move fast? Idaf is a speedy boy. Yes. Back in the goose day, we had to climb the ladder. <laughs> oh, God, those goose times. <laughs> the goose times. Uh, just one question. Is there, like, sand on the ground? Uh, no, uh, where you are right now is, like, dirt and forestry. And then once you leave the sort of topiary part of the park, you'll be uh, just onto grass. Are there any rose bushes around? Uh, yeah, there's some rose bushes, yeah. Cool. I'm just going to take a handful of rose petals. Okay. Absolutely. Looking forward to see what you do with that. All right. As you're all sort of crouched in the bushes, kind of having this discussion on strategy, Mr. Marvelous's voice, Emperor Marvelous's voice, booms over the crowd, Hmm. uh, magically enhanced. Welcome, Ymir City. Welcome to the first true day of the new regime. Your presence today will be written in history books across all of time. Witness a truly changed life coming from the world above. Ah, look up. You'll see our guests approaching now. And indeed, through the portal, across the other side in Avernus, which is the first layer of hell, you can see a royal uh, procession is approaching the center. It's miles away. So miles uh, up to the portal and then miles down to the ground on the other side. But you can make out an enormous, elaborate palanquin being directed by dozens of demons slowly snaking its way towards a constructed platform directly above your heads. I bring you glory, Ymir City. I bring you eternal infamy. I bring you... And then a sound echoes across the park. (laughs) As the sound of the war horn goes off, and then suddenly, from within the crowd, people start 
moving. The resistance begins trying to organize people and far to the west, you can hear a commotion as you are sure that Barry and the Dwarven Insurgency has approached uh, the western entrance of the park. Hell yeah! Then let's go. What do you do? I make sure everybody is together. I gather everybody together and I'm going to start moving us forward through the crowd. Okay, roll me a stealth check. Want all of us to roll? Only the people who are going with Karen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Frankie and Idafo, you guys are your own team, so you are welcome to take a different path, but those of you who are traveling uh, with Karen towards the uh, ladder need to make stealth checks. Lynn's got a 19. Like, I am planning on going towards the ladder anyway, so I think... If you're traveling with the group, then yep, you make a stealth check. Okay, sweet. Yeah, let's travel together for as long as possible. Do we still have the plus three? Um, yeah, I'm going to say you do have the plus three because you still have the ability active. I sure do. And I rolled a natural 20. Nice. Frankie rolled a 10 with the plus three. So Okay. I don't got 30. <laughs> 30? 3 zero? <laughs> three yeah. zero. Oh, my gosh. Rogue. Uh, rogue. <laughs> this time, Silver rolled a 22. He got 19 on dice. Good boy. And the administrator rolled 16. So, again, all of you together uh, in sequence. Uh, with Karen at the front, uh, with the administrator holding Silver's hand, um, you walk out into the crowd uh, and you can hear the demons in every direction. Um, you're poking people with their spears, taunting people, sometimes just like straight up burning people with hellfire if they're trying to get oh away. Gosh. And you start making your way through the crowd. There is a chime uh, from the world above and you look up uh, and Lord grizzes it has the palanquin seems to have arrived at the royal platform that's been constructed um, and there appears to be some movement on the other side uh, as the demon lord uh, appears to be preparing to cross the portal from avernus to yamirsa oh dear god the center circle erupts into full panic as resistance members start engaging with demonic guards and start trying to get everybody out. To the west, the main demon guard uh, begins clashing with the insurgency, with the with the dwarves. And to the north, you can see uh, two pit fiends, which are like enormous, giant, pig-like demons, uh, clashing with Master Speck and his crew. Uh, they te- there appears to be some kind of like really interesting, intense combat going on uh, over in that area. Okay, guys, we just have to leave them to it. We have to trust that they can do this. Come on, let's go. Yeah. You two, can you get up there? Yes. Ah, no worries. Let's go, Frankie. I'm going to herd the administrator, Silver and and Flynn, and I'm going to kind of herd them into a spot where it's not that easy to get behind them. So, like, maybe up against a tree, or if we're out further maybe up against like a statue or something. So they're kind of away from the crowd a little bit. There's really no escaping the crowd in this point. Like the entire city uh, populace is here. Yeah. Your best bet is just to try and avoid the guards. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm trying to move them somewhere where the guards might not notice them as much. Cool. Uh, Roll me a a sleight of hand check, let's say, rather than just do stealth over and over. (laughs) Oh, not great. That's a 12. Okay. You do this, right? You get Flynn uh, and you move the administrator and you move Silver and you bring them up towards like a, you, like you said, like a park bench or a statue or something. Yeah. And you try to get them, because your your whole thing is you need to get them close. You need to get them to the middle. You need to get them yes. over there. But you, as you're looking around and trying to make sure that you haven't been seen, uh, you meet eyes with a demon guard for just a little bit too long. Eee. 
Idafa and Frankie, what is your guy's strategy? How far away are we from the thing now? Let's say you've got to make 150 feet uh, from where you are now uh, to where the base of the execution tower is. Okay. And you're making that through an extremely panicked crowd that's trying to move in every direction. I'm going to cast fly on myself. So I'm just like standing out in the middle of the crowd. I'm like, okay, uh, too many people around. It's got to get out of here. Feeling claustrophobic. So these wings are going to sprout out from his back. I hope there's no one around because... Oh, there's, there's, there's definitely people around. They're going to get knocked over. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 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 They beat Ugg. So he's going to cast fly and awkwardly jump out of the, the crowd and make his way towards the platform. Cool. You are no longer encumbered by the difficult terrain that is trying to move through the crowd. Um, you now have a straight line that you can that you can go. Idafa, what do you got? What are you trying to do to get yourself like to negate the difficult terrain of moving <laughs> through this this audience? I was going to just try and get myself like kind of stealth my way through the crowd. I will stealth my way around guards till I'm quite close to the platform or where the ladders are. And then I was going to uh, wild shape into a spider. Yeah. Is Frankie an arachnophobe or? No. Okay, good. I just kind of expected it. Not with his, like, <laughs> humble beginnings, no. Okay. Not for, not for Idafa. <laughs> uh, Idafa, what do you do? As Frankie is doing the wing thing, I'm going to be like, look, I'm going to wild shape into a spider and you're going to throw me onto the platform. Sounds good. Okay, sweet. And there's like a, a big, yeah, I just turned to a spider. It's actually not that exciting. <laughs> it's just a normal spider transformation. Nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah, pretty much. No big deal. Where do you go? Are you in his pocket? Are you in his hand? Are you on top of his head? What's your, um, what's your position? I was thinking hand because he'll have to throw me, but is that okay with you, Frankie? Yeah, no, it's okay. I just imagine like he's trying to fly all cool-like and the spider's also like posing all cool-like. And oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you launch up into the air with a spider in your hand, make a beeline towards the execution tower. The chaos of the park is really starting to get out of hand. It's so difficult to tell what's happening because every, people are moving in every direction. And ahead of you, you can see Marvelous pointing at the object with the sheet over it. And he's like, activate it now, turn it on. And the sheet comes off of it. Uh, and Frankie, you see oh, no. that jar weapon from when you were from when you were in the city except it's been modified and the base of it has now been covered in gravity pads it begins to start humming and then people who are near it start falling towards the gravity pads and as they as they land where it is it just flaps open and they fall into the jar which inside a bunch of blades start spinning jesus christ my god people in the crowd just start getting sucked into this jar and and they are members of the crowd members of the guard members of the resistance just start getting sucked into this jar and it's the inside of it goes from glass to red splatter immediately oh. as people are getting cut to shreds on the inside of this jar. My God, Penny! My God, <laughs> where the hell, Penny? Jesus Christ! It's like that episode of Simpsons. <laughs> Romy and Arcana check. Who? Frankie and Idafa, because you're the ones who can see this. Oh, uh, I got a seven. Arcana's not my thing. That's fair. Also, I'm I'm a spider at the moment. So. Uh, I rolled a natural 20, so it's 29 in total. Woo! Frankie, there was something that didn't make sense about all of this. There was a missing piece of the puzzle, which was, what did Mr. Marvelous, what did Emperor Marvelous have to offer a Lord of Hell? 
Blood. And you've just answered that question. The souls, the dead souls of oh, thousands shit. and thousands of Ymir citizens appears to be part of this bargain. The fact that he's just indiscriminately sucking people in and killing them indiscriminately means that, that this is a this is a soul collection exercise. Christ! And is that object of magical nature or more mechanical uh it's mechanical uh the gravity pads themselves are, are magical and is an item that you developed but the jar itself this big heavy cumbersome jar with the spinning blades in it that's all that's all mechanical okay yikers is it affecting us uh no because you're flying above the crowd and the um the gravity pads are all on ground level oh okay gotcha karen and flinva the crowd is starting to thin out you have no idea why, but there's a lot of screaming coming from the direction of the the object with, that had the sheet over it. And you now have the ability to probably run a little faster as the crowd is a bit less, a uh, bit less thick. Yep, it. I'm going to make sure that everybody's still with me and use my bossy ability, the ability of being <laughs> very, very bossy. Use my horns to herd everybody forward a little bit faster. Sure. I'm specifically holding onto Silver's hand. Yeah, you're holding Silver's hand. The administrator is right behind you. Flynn, are you at the front or the back? Uh, I'll be at the front. Okay. Karen, as a uh, a demon guard, kind of looks like a pterodactyl face. Cool. Runs at you with a spear. It was the guard that you made eye contact with. Um, seems to be coming at you. What do you do? I summon one of my throwing axes, which I don't use very often, but I have always had, and I'm going to try and throw it at him. Cool. Just roll me a, a base athletics check sure. for like how hard you can throw this thing. Okay. Ooh! That is an 18, and then my athletics is a plus 9. Yeah. So that is a... You don't even look. You, like, take <laughs> your aim and throw it, and you don't even see it land. But there's a Wilhelm <laughs> scream that comes from, like, off camera. <laughs> and you don't get hit by a spear, so it must have been good. Nice. Perfect. Uh, Flynn, what are you doing to clear the crowd if you're at the front? Just, I'm just going to shove them, I think. Okay. I, I was going to... I don't want to do anything too more aggressive because there's still people. But um, I'm also going to cast cantrip uh, mage hand and just make it go ahead of me like tapping people on the shoulder before i get to them so they're like okay. oh, what um my god to politely like oh, sorry oh, uh sorry oh, oh. <laughs> because you chose a polite method i'll say roll me a persuasion check okay to enable karen's movement speed to be at its capacity to be at its maximum excuse me coming through coming through excuse me excuse me 27 Oh, not bad. was pretty good. Charisma. <laughs> With the extra hand that you have for tapping people and the general panic and the idea that like no one knows what's going on, <laughs> but this little crowd of four people seems to have direction and purpose. You are able to run at your top speed through the crowd and you you are not currently being affected by the, the pull of the gravity. Yay. Yay. We're not currently being affected by the pull of the gravity. Yeah, I did I did note it. I was like, okay. Yep. Did, did, <laughs> who who else noted that? <laughs> Frankie, a couple of demon guards notice you above and point their guns towards you. Can you roll a dexterity saving throw to dodge the bullets that are about to come your way? That is a 17. Your aerial maneuvers are really good. You do a barrel roll and you stop in place and go straight up in the air as a cascade of bullets pass through where you were only a moment ago. And now that you're like a little higher, you're on the, like the same horizontal level as the emperor and his... Uh, advisors, uh, you will be there in just a few moments. 
Um, you'll be able to be there. Down on the ground, seeing that the top team has almost arrived, the administrator is going to put a hand on Silver's shoulder and she's going to say, I believe in you. Keep going. <laughs> Wings of light sprout from her back as magical light starts spewing from her eyes uh, and from her mouth uh, as she too launches herself into the air and is only just seconds behind Frankie on her way oh. to the top of the tower. And then an enormous, heavy footstep shakes the ground above. Oh. Avernus trembles above you as a shockwave comes through the portal and blows hard air down on everybody. As for just a moment, the people who are not being sucked into the jar all stop and look up. <laughs> the demonic party over in Avernus, you can see them panicking and scattering as first a jet of red fire comes from miles off the side of the portal and just hits the demon prince and blasts through him oh, followed by a jet of blue electricity followed by a jet of green acid and then black poison followed by a jet of ice as five separate fire blasts just wipe out everything on the demonic side of the portal. What? <laughs> everything is going wrong. Frankie, you have reached the top of the execution tower. Uh, what do you do? Is this when you want me to, to throw you a little spider? I'll dance in your hand so you know that yes. <laughs> yeah, so like, yeah, so Frankie would have, as soon as he got sort of within reach, he would have like, here you go, and yeeted this little spider. Idafa, <laughs> uh, what is your action? So we're like, right above it yeah yeah does that mean like we're right above marvelous with your momentum you can land anywhere you want on the uh, on the platform i would like to land on his head in my mind i'm like he is so busy with all this other junk that's going down that he won't notice a little spider on his head <laughs> okay yep you've done that you managed to you make a little a parachute out of spider web and you land exactly on top <laughs> of his head thank you meanwhile the administrator lands and with her sword of light, she lands and stabs the toad-looking demon and is just completely uh, engaged in combat with him. Frankie, there is uh, another demon with like a shark's head who is also up there. Uh, you have the ability to kind of do anything that you want to in this moment with all the chaos that is happening. Read a book. <laughs> I would like... Uh, can I uh, shoot at it with a crossbow? Yeah, go ahead. Roll me an attack roll. Yeah, okay, but... <laughs> Frankie rolled a 15 to hit. That hits. Yes. yes. Is this your hot wire crossbow? This is my hot wire. Oh. So that is eight piercing damage. And then using my bonus action, I'll roll a d6 to lightning damage. Yeah, absolutely. Do you land or are you still flying when, when you do this? No, I'm still flying. I got 10 minutes of flying and I'm okay. going to use those 10 minutes. Absolutely. You like shoot this guy with this crossbow bolt and just like push the button to send the electricity just like down the wire and into him. And you realize that like these guys are distracted. They're looking up at the portal and they are horrified. Awesome. Hell yeah. Karen and Flynn, you guys have reached the base of the execution tower and you can feel a light pull of gravity uh, off towards the uh, northwest, uh, but you're not currently being like sucked in. You could just sort of feel it kind of tugging on you. Hmm. From the northwest? Yeah. So as we appear to get stuck in, Flynn again gets overwhelmed and he, he turns to Sylvan and he's like, I need to make sure, okay, we need to fix this. 
This is bonkers. And it's only like, almost like a pat on the back. Um, silver on the back, and he casts Heroism, which is any creature you touch is imbued with bravery, and until the spell ends, they're immune to being frightened and gains temporary hit points equal to your spellcasting ability modifier. Yeah, he glows a little bit gold as he hops onto the ladder and goes to scale it, and then he stops. Ooh. And all of you follow his gaze up into the sky, huh? up past the execution tower, over to Avernus, as an absolutely gargantuan five-headed dragon oh, yeah. is flying across your view what? towards the platform and it lands and it appears to be talking with the demon lord who it has destroyed oh. everybody roll me an insight check oh my god uh, uh, the D campaign's uh, like bleeding into ours <laughs> karen got a 20 for insight oh i got five so just forget about me. Spider's depth of field doesn't go that far. Yeah, no. <laughs> I can't see. All these eyes and I can't see shit. Oh. <laughs> Frankie got a 16. Uh, Flynn got an 18. Everybody except Idafer, you guys look up and you realize that you have 10 seconds until this dragon god looks up and sees what's on the other side of the portal. Oh my god. Um, well, I'm not casting blindness on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see now. Nine. Oh shit. Uh, I don't know what to do. I panic. Frankie, roll me an insight check. Frankie rolls. Uh, nineteen. Frankie, there is no way out of the park. It's too far, but there is a way down. The sewers. The sewers. The sewers. Eight. <laughs> I grab Silver and and Flinvar and Karen just kind of holds them close and shields them from the from the dragon. Frankie yells out to to he's looking to the Karen 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 the, the sewers head for the sewers. Do you think we're here? Karen, roll me a perception check. I roll a perception check with advantage because Flynn's with you. With advantage because <laughs> Flynn's with me. Yay! I rolled a seventeen. You are right next to the trap door that leads oh, down yes. to the clubhouse. Oh, That's right. okay. Um, Good town. Devin. <laughs> I open the door. I open the, the the sewer door. The what's it called? Oh, for... <laughs> the grate. There's a ladder that leads down through solid stone down into darkness. Six. Man, I sure hope someone grabs me off this guy's yeah, yeah. I have oh, nothing going say, on. Can, can, can I go grab? Can I try and like? Zoom. Roll me a uh, slider handshake to grab the spider off the emperor's head. Cool. <laughs> proficiency in that. I would like to shoot some web to make um, it easier. Okay, with advantage. Nice. Okay, okay. Let's roll that again. I've just got my butt facing you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, good, good. That's uh, 23. Yeah, you um, using your flight, um, you kind of like fly backwards from where you were with this other demon and kind of like do a barrel roll as and as you come with your your hand through you pluck the spider uh, off of uh, the emperor's head and then like fly straight down uh, towards the towards the ground five god 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 did it get hurt I touch silver I activate the ring of the butterfly as I look down into the sewers and I'd send him down as far as possible. Down He's to gone. You can't see him. Good. I put Flynnvar on my back and Karen slides down the ladder, cool kid style. Nah. Or Frankie. Get in. Get in uh, there, get in I'm, there, get in there. I'm, close I'm the door. literally just literally diving in. <laughs> yeah. Do you try to close the door as you as you go through the tunnel? Just to see if I have a thing that, cause like, 
ideally, Frankie would literally just be diving. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Flynnvar still got Mage Hand active. He does. Mage Hand it. Okay, Politely. so if I see Frankie's safe, I, yeah, I Mage Hand the door closed. Roll me slide of hand. 11. Frankie dive bombs down. He maneuvers through the the scaffolding of the platform and just dives straight down, just crashing into Karen and Flynn, and all of you fall down, uh, like off the ladder, down through what the sewers uh, as the door closes behind you. At, before you hit the ground, uh, there is a blast of magic that causes the entire sewer to shake. Parts of it start collapsing around you as Karen, you grab onto Silver and just shield him as rocks and bricks and dirt and soil above you begin to shake, begin to come unstable, and then it is quiet. Um, Silver here. It's also quiet. Where did everyone go? Um, thanks for listening to the show, and please remember to take a break and rest. You might not even know how many spell slots you're missing until you decide to recharge a little bit. Happy Holidays!